0: Hello and welcome to episode 7 of A Beer with Sam and Peter. I'm yep. um, still
1: Sam and he's still Peter. Yep, it's episode 7. Yep. It's still episode 7. It's, it'll <laughs> from be episode where, 7 from when we from started it roughly it 30, about 30 seconds ago. About
0: an hour. Um, today we are drinking 150 Lashes Pale Ale. Yep. Um,
1: cheers Sam.
0: Yeah, cheers. I really like this.
1: It's a nice beer.
0: I kind of, I want, I want a beer. We're not recording really early in the morning today. No,
1: we're recording at the end of a very long week for both of us. Yeah, I think so.
0: We may be a little tired.
1: Yep. We
0: may be a little. I wouldn't say
1: incoherent. I would say
0: more incoherent.
1: <laughs> yep. No argument here. We're definitely going to be all over the place this episode. <laughs> so how's life, Sam? Life, What's um, new? Life's really busy, but it's it's good.
0: Um, I didn't think I had anything to talk about for the podcast, first of all. I was really panicking about that.
1: And then I started thinking Yeah, about so it. you sent me a message yesterday and said, Oh, we're recording tomorrow, right? I've got nothing to talk about except for about Then You sent me a list of like 10 things. Yeah, but to, it wasn't like... I, it's not like <laughs> I texted a list of 10
0: things. I you texted, texted one you texted, after the other. Yeah,
1: you texted me like 10 separate texts. Yeah, I was
0: like, oh, and this, and this. I really want to talk about this. So we should be cool, actually. and we're going to make not a not sure on time. We're going to make a big promise um, to to all you guys listening to this episode. I'm sure you'll be really happy. There will be no mention of Destiny in this episode. We've made
1: a blood pack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I sacrificed because, the coach. as we all know, there's new Destiny and Division content coming out next week. So we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, and of course, it's become a self fulfilling pros- prophecy. <laughs> Because by saying we're not going to talk about Destiny in the Division, we've now talked about Destiny in the Division. No, I think we got (laughs) it.
0: So you can safely watch this podcast all the way to the end without running into some Destiny in Division. To to our brothers out there who
1: (laughs) love the Destinies, Uh, we love the Destinies too, but you know. This isn't the episode. This is not the episode. Where we talk about lots of Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this
0: is the episode of Zack Snyder. You, you would have thought the one where we ranted about Batman vs. Superman was, but but this is it.
1: Yes. So our- we both kind of ended up watching, during the week, ended up watching, and actually it's been two weeks since we last recorded, um, yep. we've ended up watching two Zack Snyder movies. Yeah.
0: Try and work that two week thing out, I know you'll get there
1: eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we watched... Man of Steel and also Watchmen, which was our homework movie. Yeah. So do you want to talk about Man of Steel first or Watchmen first? I feel like
0: uh, we usually talk at length about the, the homework movie. So I think we just do Man of Steel first. Yeah. We'll just dip our toes into, into Man of Steel. And it's yeah. kind of a gradient because I would say that Watchmen... So we talked about a... Well, I wouldn't... We talked about... We shat on Batman vs. Superman. Garbage movie, don't okay. see it. Yeah, garbage movie, don't see it. <laughs> Please don't. Um, and we just wanted to make clear with this podcast that that we're cool with Zack Snyder. It's not. It's it, it's that movie. It is not him. He's cool. He's fine. And so uh, we watched. Went home and watched two uh, movies by Zack Snyder. They're both superhero films. Watchmen's a different kind of beast.
1: Yeah, it's very different sort of superhero movie. Yeah, but they're both superhero movies. Yeah, with the very least. Yeah, they're both cause... no, they're both they're both very much superhero comic book. Yeah, they have uh, superheroes in them.
0: I would say they're both good. Yeah. What? Yeah, they're both good. I I, uh, I watched Man of Steel, um, very shortly after I saw Batman vs Superman. I don't know when did you when did you watch it? I watched watch it last it.
1: weekend, like a week ago. I don't know. Okay. Well, and I saw it in the cinema with you when it <laughs> first came out, and you liked it. Yeah, I liked it at the time.
0: I liked it at I, the time, and I was like. Is it was it was it really bad? Did I
1: No, I don't think it is a bad film. I think there are some kind of not great bits about it. Like yeah. Lois Lane does not need to be in that movie at all. Like she kind of does, but I don't think her character <laughs> adds much. A character like she did in Batman vs Superman with the stupid throwing the scepter down the well thing. She when the <laughs> when aliens does she do that when like Batman and Superman are fighting, and no, then... no, no, no. When when does she do so something equally in, stupid? In bat, no, it's not saying she does, but it's like bad writing that like, um. So when Superman's at the military base, and then Zod's like, give us Superman, and they're like, okay, here's where he is, and yeah. they come and grab him. They're like, oh yeah, we'll take Lois Lane as well for some reason, oh, and then she's, she's gonna break Superman out of prison.
0: But she, yeah, exactly. She does something. She breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman, she, she does. Has, like, she does with...
1: something, but the writing. Is very- like it's why why would they take her that's yeah, yeah. It, it just the logic didn't like it, she was just there to break him out of yeah, no, prison I'm whereas not sure like there why. wasn't there wasn't any reason for her to be there other than the fact that they needed some way for him to get sk- to escape from this prison that's true, which I thought was silly it's true,
0: I like that scene though because. I yeah, mean, Russell Crowe as jor is
1: just great. I love Russell Crowe. Oh fuck! And the first time you are was, a massive Russell oh, Crowe fan. Happy with me. I love Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> Russell's great. Um,
0: no, but he's he's a great jor and actually yeah. he, he does something for the character that I have been waiting uh, for for a long time with Superman because I um, I've said I've said before that I'm not a huge DC fan, um, but. I've had a pretty long relationship with with Superman. I watched all of Smallville, everything. <laughs> There's ten seasons of that show. You poor soul. I was oh, I was I was more than ready for it. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed everything. Maybe not season nine because that was just a, just awful. But <laughs> 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 everything else was great. Um, and the thing that, I, that really annoyed me was Jarell is always this floating, disembodied, um, cold guy, and he's like portrayed as a cold guy. And, and the wrong father figure. Like Jonathan Kent, on the other hand, is always so warm and nice and just one hundred percent totally right. And in this movie, it talks about the darker side of where Jonathan Kent's coming from. Yeah. I, so first I, of all, we've got an actual theme. So better than Batman vs. Sidman already. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like, uh, and, and so when you have Jor-el, exactly it's it, it was a movie.
1: It was a movie about. Aliens and like, yeah. aliens living among us, and Superman who is an alien, yeah, trying to fit in on Earth. No, it, it, and there's that sort it, of like for the, the extraterrestrial part. Yeah, I did. I did think it was very interesting the two, the dichotomy between the two father figures for Superman. Yeah, because they were both, um, they were both warm mentoring. Y- characters yeah. Jonathan Kent a little bit less so I would say Jarrell in this movie yeah, is so it more flipped, flipped from that typical yeah. relationship because you see him
0: and like he's at, and like the hum- they humanise him where like they show that little clip at the start where it's Krypton getting destroyed it's not Superman first it's Jarrell giving up his son and like sending him off to try I- and save him I and I he has that- a crazy action sequence with some weird bird weird things. flying bird thing I wasn't complaining it was great it was cool it yeah. was kind of like that thing that Obi Wan rides in in uh, Yeah episode three. The little Oh, oh. <laughs> That's
1: an episode, isn't that, is, it episode three? That is episode three. Yeah, is yeah. It. Yeah. I'm not gonna Yeah. get Yeah when so I like, ruined on, on episode, another yeah. Star Wars <laughs> Um It was yeah, so, Yeah, I think that's pro- possibly to do with the fact that Russell is a lot more of a charismatic just actor. Fucking than, great. Yeah. He's a lot more <laughs> likable than um, Weird, uh, floating, disembodied head. Yeah, but what's the, what's the actor for... Oh, I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. No. If it was a little less tired, maybe it could... He's a floating,
0: high. disembodied head, you know? Yeah. I don't really... I, I, that's what I remember about him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah, you have, like... He, he's there, he's Russell, and he's... He's alright. Mm. And, like, he shows up, and his interactions with Lois Lane are great. That whole segment where... They do a great job of of showing how it's uh, Jarrell's memories, and it looks like Jarrell, but it's not sort actually of him. is. But it's he, he operates like a disembodied computer program. I really like that. How we saw like we saw Jarrell, who I now just want to call Russell. <laughs> we saw Jarrell at the start, and he, and he he was going around doing his thing on the thing, and then you see him later on and it, it, to, to me it imme- I immediately knew that it was like a different kind of a different guy and like his whole like thing where he like directs Lois Lane out of the ship but yeah. he doesn't speak he like doesn't the, the
1: way he moves is a lot computer you know he's a lot different a performance
0: yeah I, I think that worked out really well unfortunately he's not in it for that much of the movie no but Jonathan Ken on the other hand like everybody's like oh Jonathan loves people and stuff now Jonathan Jonathan loves his son
1: yeah and he was very cold he
0: wasn't cold but his whole point of view in in all the Supermans is the same it's just never really explored like it is in this one so like he he always is the guy who tells Clark um, he's the guy who builds up in him the, the, the need to have a, like an alter ego he says that like they're never gonna understand you they're gonna he thinks he, he, he's really worried that they're gonna like do experiments on Clark or and was- they're not gonna accept him and he's prepared to sacrifice anything for that. He's prepared prepared to sacrifice his life. His life, which is one thing, that's so how he dies. But more importantly, like other people's lives. Yeah. There's that scene where you like realize, oh, this is this might not be okay when when he saves a bus full of yeah. school children. And he's and like, he says, you shouldn't mm, have done. Nah,
1: maybe not next time. Yeah, I thought that was really that was really good. They addressed that. Yeah. And yeah, would, it certainly happen. had a very made a very for a very interesting contrast between the two characters yeah I think they did it really well
0: uh, things I didn't like talking about other people from Krypton Zod was just a one dimensional villain yeah in that movie he, it, there was no motivation theme that really made sense like they had some sort of thing uh, about how I he was think, like I doing think... it for Krypton and stuff but he just so quickly becomes this dude who just like screams I will kill you your earth and I'm gonna what was what everybody's... was
1: his plan for Krypton like he was, his plan. His is, was his if, plan is to
0: use. There's like a tank that grows Kryptonians, and um, the Kryptonians in this movie were all about like eugenics. Yeah, and uh, they remove and... free will. Like they like all the children were pre-programmed for a certain purpose, apart from Clark.
1: Yeah, because he was a natural birth.
0: Yeah, and like because Zod is pre-programmed. To think... To be a warrior and to think that way, he wants to... He has Protect. a need to keep Crypto. it going. And... Yeah, he plans to use that thing to grow more Kryptonians. The interesting thing is... his There's like that world engine thing, like the thing that like buzzes and is gonna fucking kill everybody. Yeah. That's a very secondary thing, right? Oh, yeah. And you realize how secondary it is... When they destroyed when, destroy it immediately? No when, no, when Russell Crowe is talking to Zod, right? And I'm going to call him Russell. <laughs> when Russell's talking to Zod, and he's like, don't do this, man. Uh, you're talking about genocide. We can live with the humans. And he's like, and he, his, his reason for using the world engine isn't like, our oh, Kryptonians can't survive on Earth if we don't do this. Clearly, right? Yeah. Because he's there. Yeah, yeah. His excuse is, do you really want our children to suffer the way your son has suffered, learning his powers? It's like... No, 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 because because one you do it, he does it in like five seconds. Yeah, he learns all. He's like, oh, (laughs) this
1: is all so much. Wait, no, it's not. (laughs) No, 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 it does. It does take more than five seconds, right? But it doesn't take for like for for all the up for just just for him. It takes a while, but for all his henchmen, it's fine. No, no, no. Zolt's the only one who exposes himself to the atmosphere. Oh, really? Yeah. Then how are the other ones all superpowered? They're like half superpowered. I think.
0: They can't heat vision or fly or...
1: How does that make any X-ray? sense? I don't want to go into <laughs> It's comic book science.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, but uh... yeah, his excuse is like... Your son... Like had ear pain. And so... I don't want all our kids to have ear pain. So I'm going to kill every human being on the planet. Yeah. That's, that's the reason he actually... He's actually almost not even a threat. If he decided not to use the world engine. If you think it, like, he, he just wants to create Kryptonians.
1: Look, I think his motivation is actually a bit more complicated than that, in that he wants to get revenge on... Yeah, to no, he out. wants to, he definitely like, he, is going to It's not, not just, it's not just he wants to save his race. And that is part of it. Yeah, he says i like he, he like, he's, he witnesses and is unable to do anything about it and his entire purpose in life is to protect Krypton and he, and he is frozen watching Krypton be destroyed from within. Yeah, that's, like That's you can, it is not. It is a one one sided singular purpose, but it's a bit more complicated a motivation than just he's there to destroy stuff.
0: But would you agree that the whole world is <coughs> is a bit, is a bit <coughs> bullshit
1: that he needed to do that? Especially I mean, since I mean, I'm a big fan of compromise. Think
0: about this one: if he changed. The atmosphere... Why didn't he change a different planet? Wait,
1: if he... Wait, why? <laughs> oh, no. This isn't a good movie at all. Why didn't he terraform, I don't know, Mars?
0: He could have just terraformed Mars. Or any planet. Because he's got a terraform machine. <laughs> he... he could have just taken the... Sh... Wait. Because he... there's a part where he like Zod comes in. He like enters the final battle in the shit that contains the little
1: eugenics part. Oh, actually, no, the thing is, he has to go to Earth and get the stuff from Superman. Oh, because he needs Superman's blood and stuff. Yeah, he needs Superman's blood. Okay, well, that's alright,
0: ish. Okay, that's a bit... If, If Sod terraforms Earth, doesn't that mean that now the Kryptonians are regular people? Yes. Doesn't he sacrifice being Superman because he doesn't want people to go through a little ear pain? Isn't that
1: what pretty uh, Pretty... Uh, yeah.
0: Sort of? Yeah, pretty much. Someone someone can definitely explain why this makes more sense. Yeah. I feel like. But to me, it, it, it doesn't. Look, I really didn't want much... really <laughs> to talk shit about
1: this movie. It, it, it was good to me. I, I thought it was a good movie. I think having... what I enjoyed it a lot more the first time. Like, I remember enjoying it a lot more the first time. Having watched it a second time, I just kind of see it as sort of an average superhero movie fair yeah. on the same sort of level as as your Captain America and and Thor and those kind of movies. Very different tone, um, very different production values and very different expectations. Superman is a lot more of an iconic character, Mm. but I think it was on the same level in terms of production and as a film.
0: So I also watched another Superman movie. um, Oh, with Superman uh, Returns? Yeah, I watched Superman Returns. And I know that a lot of people...
1: I, don't because like, like after I watched Man of Steel, I, I kind of like that was the next thing that came up on Netflix, so I clicked on it and kind of like flicked through it a bit just to see which actors Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor. Yeah, how crazy He's is that? Really good
0: Lex Luthor, actually. I don't know. Some I, for some reason that movie goes down in history as not being not good, but to me, I really enjoy Superman Returns, and I think it kind of hit on a bigger thing for me with Superman. Well, you know how, like, we're going... Like, DC is trying to catch up to Marvel, mm. right? And it's yes. just doing a terrible <clears throat> job of it, but... They won't the do it's a trying terrible to change job those... of it
1: until Batman vs Superman, yeah. I don't think.
0: Well, the way they're trying to change those characters is, like, the same... They're trying to do the same thing Marvel did, right? And, and it's sort of what Dark Knight did, where it's like, we're going to make these characters more real yeah. and less campy. Yeah. And DC is trying yeah, yeah. trying to shrug off, shrug off that whole idea like, like, campy Campiness. DC. Everybody thinks
1: it, yeah, DC. is so serious because the Batman movies, the Chris right. Nolan Batman movies were so successful. And they're going, they're just they like, were oh, so we'll serious. They were like really serious. Doubling down on the seriousness, whereas Marvel is like yeah, going into the more funny rap with stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a fantastic fit. Yeah.
0: So the reason I would, uh, would watch Superman Returns over Man of Steel is because I think... Changing Superman to make him less, uh, not campy, but, like, less stereotypical and, like, a little bit hokey and it is the wrong
1: move. Alright, so the, the, it, so casting him is less as less of a sort of outcast?
0: No, no, no. Just not, ha- like, making it more realistic or whatever. Like, uh, for me, the thing that makes Superman Superman is... His nostalgia value more than anything else. Like, Superman is that one comic book character that your grandparents not only know, but love. You know, like, he's been around for so long and he, he brings up those feelings. Like, I need, in my Superman movie, in my Batman movie, let's make it, let's update it as much as we want, right? I need Superman to save uh, Lois from a plane. Like, a plane crash. I, I, like, I need him to have those scenes because that's his purpose, I think, as a superhero mm. character. And even in the comics, like, they talk about how that's his purpose. His purpose isn't to beat up bad guys. It's to say Lois Lane. No, no, it's to, so like, it's to uh, comfort, to be there to comfort, like, humanity. Like, humanity's like, I feel better because Superman's around. And and that's that's how I think like it should work with the, with the viewers too. And I love watching Superman Returns because it has all those little spine tingly moments, you know. Like, and it was very much written as like Superman Returns, as in the read Superman, he's back. Yeah, that's what that means, you know. Like, and they sh- very own like his first entrance back into the, back into <clears> the spotlight is Lois is on a plane and she's being a little too aggressive in her reporting and it's gotten her in trouble. And she's about to go down, and then she looks out the window, and she sees that flash of red and blue, right? And then, there's even a scene, there's a scene where, like, the the guys at, like, Mission Control are like, what was that on the radar? It was too quick to be a plane, you know, like... Yeah. And I like that. That's why I watch Superman. If I wanted to watch something gritty and realistic,
1: I'd go watch something else. Whereas... For me, I don't have that, sort of, that same sort of nostalgic attachment to Superman. Mm. And I, was, I thought the way that Zack Snyder tried to characterise Superman was really interesting. And then he just fucked it all up in Batman vs. Superman. He's too angry in Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> he's not like he's too much of a nothing character in yeah. Batman vs. Superman. But I,
0: I really promised myself we wouldn't talk about Batman vs. Superman too much so I think we'll move on from I, I really
1: like how they had the like the opening scenes I thought set the scene and the tone for the movie so well the ending is probably not quite as good but I but really like the opening Zod. stuff with him like uh, not with Zod the stuff with Henry Cavill like going from place to place yeah being as a, just this guy trying to find himself working on an oil rig and stuff yeah doing all the manly man jobs yeah I, I really enjoyed that
0: the thing so like uh, Actually, this makes total sense, right? The scene for me that I like the most in that movie is where it's, like, really near the end and uh, Superman's become Superman and he talks to his mum about, like... He's like, I wish Dad could have seen me... Like, seen what I became, right? And then it shows you this scene where Jonathan Kent has, like, this sort of... um, Spine-tingly moment where he, like... Like, he's working and he looks up and, and and Clark's playing in like the in the laundry yeah and he's he's working and he looks up and Kevin Costner has this good expression where it's Kevin like Kevin Costner that's his name yeah he like sees <clears throat> he, It's like he, it's like you're looking at something that is so important but you're not sure why and he, and he sees it and like you know there's this little red sheet that Clark falls on him and Clark like straps it to his back and then he stands there um, oh, on, um, Superman pose. on the hill and he sort of acts you know sort of by happenstance does the Superman pose the wind blows and the cape ruffles and then like he has that moment where he sees something and that was my favourite moment because it's kind of nostalgic
1: yeah yeah
0: it's
1: so a Man yeah. of Steel Man of Steel it, it's, it's, an it's an okay, okay no, movie it should it's not no... be associated
0: with Batman vs Superman no if you haven't seen Man of Steel and it's worth seeing thought, yeah you thought oh, I don't want to see that
1: it's... It, it is pretty readily shit on but I think it was a pretty okay film. Yeah. I, I liked I, what it was trying to do. I would recommend it to people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, guys, So I just we're just interjecting here.
1: So, so yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam. Is,
0: we're interrupting our regular broadcast to bring you Sam's reaction to this <laughs> ridiculous Star Wars trailer. Yeah,
1: so there's a new Star Wars trailer which has just dropped for the movie called Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Rogue
0: One, A Star Wars Story, which I had Wars, no idea was Star Wars, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story.
1: <laughs> this is a movie uh, what, what it, It's a movie that uh, is, is not Star Wars 8 No, it's like It's like a prequel to episode 4 And it's supposed to be all about The people that stole the Death Star plans It's it's many Bothans died to give us this information Of the movie yep. And if yep. we don't find out what Bothans are I'm, I'm going to be fucking
0: pissed <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's, it's a just, bad trailer, though. Guys, it's, it's a, such a bad trailer. It, there's, like, some poor imitation outside. i I'm
1: rebellious. Character.
0: Oh, my I'm God. I rebel. Yeah, so it's like... Can we... So, on paper, this kind of looks cool. Go watch the trailer. It's two minutes
1: long, whatever. Yeah, go
0: watch the trailer right now. Pause and come back. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Okay, have you watched it? How fucking ridiculous is that? <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> oh god it's cool on paper actually because it's, it's like a, a pretty
1: cool idea it's like
0: Star Wars uh, a spy a spy movie in Star Wars yeah she's like the person who found the
1: plans for the Death Star right yeah she didn't find them she, she, stole, she them stole them she stole them and she was because like she's rebellious. Be,
0: yeah she's like, <laughs> you've been a rebel like they established, oh you're a rebel and she's like yeah but <laughs> aren't we called the rebels I'm
1: rebellious <laughs> Yeah, it's just English people talking about how she's many, anti- anti-authority.
0: Many Bothans, Peter. Many Bothans. Well, and that, we, i mean, we've got to find out what Bothans are, right?
1: I'm sure that's the first
0: thing I saw when I saw the Many Bothans woman. How to forget her? She's the only non-slave girl female character in the, sh- <laughs> in the movies. Oh,
1: that's pretty sad. I think she's very is. true. I mean, in, later, the, in the initial one, technically the slate girl, so she doesn't count. Yeah. Many buttons. Many buttoned, and scene. All right, homework movie, homework time. Homework movie home is Axi- more Zack Snyder. More Zack Axi- Snyder. Watchmen. Watchmen.
0: Now, if you, I haven't been looking it on the Facebook page. um which Why? is
1: facebook.com slash a beer with Sam and Peter. It, yes, it is. If,
0: if you haven't gone, you should just go to right now. Yeah, go and like it, it share it, invite
1: own. all your friends. On your handheld
0: device, and yeah. you still listen to the podcast.
1: On the iTunes store. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. right there. Homework time. Also, favorite and followers and something. <laughs> Um Great reviews on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so, yeah, if you, if you uh, are not on the Facebook page, and... You were wondering, uh Watchmen. I thought it was Watchmen Director's Cut. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we it looked. Turns and looked.
1: out, like you, you just can't get it in Australia. You just fucking somehow. can't.
0: I mean, that's something that I want to rant about. Itself, like it's available on
1: know. all the American on-demand, yeah, like movie services. It's on none of the Australian ones. It, and it wasn't makes on no like, sense.
0: What, like, why isn't it? What is yeah. it? Like a two thousand and nine movie? Yeah,
1: I just for whatever reason it wasn't properly sold here. Yeah. So we, so can, we both yeah. watched, we watched the Netflix version. We did. We just which is just the regular um, uh, uh, two
0: hours and forty two minutes one. Yeah. So it's missing the twenty four hours of uh, twenty four hours twenty four minutes.
1: <laughs> it's a long fucking movie, but it's not that. Yeah, twenty four minutes well. of extra footage, which we watched on YouTube. So there's there's like three there's three cuts. There's the regular cut, the director's cut, and the ultimate, ultimate cut, which, which which includes like a graphic novel. Like yeah. A,
0: so the the director's cut is already three hours and. A little bit mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then the the um yeah the ultimate cut is like 200 minutes long.
0: Now I had heard that um, the director's cut was a better movie, mm. so that's why I, that's why I was like, oh yeah, we should see it. Yeah, and that's why I went um, and checked out those extra scenes before I committed to watching it on Netflix. I was like, no, no, no. If if this is a much better, if, if they say it's a better movie.
1: I should watch the better version. I should watch that
0: one. So I was like, I was, I, mean, I I was gonna check it out, and if I really needed
1: to, I was just gonna buy the movie instead of rent it. You know, and I think you can do that. Online. I, I couldn't find anywhere online to buy oh, really? it. Yeah. Well, I was gonna go out. I, I was gonna try yeah. to find a way, right? But we have both been busy and ran out of time.
0: Well, no, so I I looked at it first. Yeah, and, having seen Watchmen before and and, and saw it lot I saw it last night too. It's not a. I would say it's not a better movie. It's. The Watchmen's already good and it's more of that yeah like there's no scene where you find out that there's like the motivation for one of the characters
1: is, is actually different it's, it's not movie changing and you can no. see why a lot of the scenes were cut out it's
0: a little more of the same movie yeah you
1: know yeah I don't know I, I would agree it's more of the
0: same it's not a, it's not a different movie it's not a bit better movie you, you're fine watching Watchmen
1: yeah by itself yeah
0: so what did you think of Watchmen?
1: I thought it was good I remember it being a lot better than I thought it was this time. Yeah. Maybe because when I when I first saw it it was like I was maybe 14 or 15 and it was the most violent <laughs> like it, it is a pretty oh, yeah. is a pretty adult movie. Like there's a lot of no, it's very there's dull. a lot of pretty upsetting violence and um, like sex scenes and stuff and like when I first saw it um, I was like fourteen. I saw it was getting all these really good reviews, and it seemed really interesting. It was like a comic book movie, so I was like, "Yeah, Dad, let's go get." So I went and saw it with my dad. <laughs> oh no! And yeah, it was a very uncomfortable viewing experience. Yeah,
0: it's got all all of the uncomfortable.
1: Wait, yeah, not, it's, not just uncomfortable. It's got some like, It's got nudity. It's, it's got, got female nudity. It's got male nudity. It's got sex scenes. It's got graphic. It's unnecessarily got, graphic violence. It's got like unpleasant.
0: Sense to it. Yeah. And for me, like, I recognise yeah. that Watchmen is a good movie. And it
1: was interesting you say, like, that you watched it when you were 15 and it was scarring or whatever, but. I didn't quite under- When I watched it when I was 15, I don't think I quite understood the message or well, what it was kind of going for and the sort of the themes. Like, uh, the comedian. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, I just kind of watched it as something to sit down and watch, what, rather yeah. than thinking about what it was trying to say as a film.
0: I find it interesting that I remember seeing it and I saw it when it came out, just like you did. We're the same
1: age.
0: Mm. Um, I, I enjoyed it more the first time. Yeah, I, watched, I think I, I did as well. I find I don't understand how I did though, because I watched the first time I watched Watchmen. I remember not being. I was. I remember being okay with everything in it. I didn't come away thinking like, "Oh, that scene
1: was a bit." I certainly came out of it a bit shocked. Yeah,
0: and but I that was just because I hadn't one. seen
1: films like that before. Whereas now I've seen heaps of bloody. Yeah, like, I've seen
0: heaps of stuff like that. Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, uh, Watchmen is uh, like now that I watched it again, and I understood it more. What I was trying to say, uh, it's, it's too pessimistic for me. It's a really good movie. I think it is a visual masterpiece. Um, it's, it's shot really, really well. Like the fight at the start with the com- the comedian dying is is just really cool.
1: It's got a cool soundtrack.
0: It's, it's, got really cool, it's got a really cool. It sound, uses right? licensed music really well. It also just it also just tells a lot, uh, tells you a lot about the story and about the characters through just the shots. Yeah, and the editing. You know, um, I think it's just a really good job of that. It's 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 a really, it's a fantastic movie in that way. But for me, it's just too it's just too pessimistic about the human, human condition the human like condition yeah life and, and, and some really just like unforgivable scenes for me like I'm I, when I say unforgivable I'm not like I'm not like gonna like church mum this movie it's not it's not like that where I'm like how dare you put that in a movie I'm totally fine for you to put almost anything a recreation of anything in, in, in a movie like I'm, and they just have it's place yeah you know uh, but like it's just not for me no one and uh, what about it is not for you? <clears throat> so, first, just, like, the overall sense that the human race is awful. It's it's a bit too heavy. But all of, the, all of the comedian scenes, first of all. Yeah. Like, okay, so the concept of the super... If you haven't watched Watchmen, this is going to make no sense. But you have watched Watchmen, right, guys? Because it's
1: the, it's the
0: homework movie, and yeah. we're spoiling the shit out of it because it's the homework movie. Yeah. But, so, the comedian... His whole deal is that he, because in this movie, and I say in this movie because I don't believe it's true, like humans are awful, right? And I say people are bad, people are awful all the time, but like you know, like but you don't actually, I'm not redeemable, right? And so um, the um, uh, the comedian's character, he sees that the world is how fucked up the world is, and he chooses to be a parody of that. Like uh, he sacrificed almost his life, and as like he is a parody of that, a living parody of yeah all the messed up stuff. But it just takes it to just such a like, extent that's not like excusable
1: in, in like he does that character does some terrible you know I mean?
0: things, and it's not like it's not okay to do those. Th- I know it's like fictional, but I just have trouble with the justification for it. You know, like it's not okay to uh, shoot a pregnant woman to prove that uh, Dr. Manhattan doesn't care about humans. It's so, just so, not okay to do that. So
1: you didn't like seeing that in the movie? or like... Well, I didn't... I can
0: handle seeing it.
1: Yeah. I just... Choose to could, disagree with I it. Couldn't reconcil- I couldn't it reconcile... It's just totally
0: out of... Out, it took me totally out of it for me. I was just like... I, I don't want to see it. I don't agree with it. And like... I don't know. And, and the whole idea that they're all talking about like, oh, you don't understand. Eddie was... better than you think... And like his, th- he dies think... and he's like, "Mother, forgive me." And you, you meant to be like, "Oh, he was trying to do something." And no, you know, he was I just th- an
1: awful. Guy. I I disagree with that. I don't think in any point in that film they're trying to show that he's trying to do something. No. He is always a horrible, terrible human being.
0: But and he never does anything redeeming. Funeral and all the characters, but but
1: people turn up to funerals of people that they hate. Like uh, there's a bit that Rorschach says where it's like the um the only people that leave flowers on your grave are your arch enemies. So, like, Yeah, there's a lot of foreshadowing
0: as to who's actually the bad guy in that movie.
1: Yeah. You really should see it coming. Yeah. Is another thing. But, like, so the only person that... Like, everybody goes to his funeral. Nobody's crying and sobbing and sad for him. No, that's true. Um, There's a revelation about his character that... uh, Which I'll get into in a sec. But the only person that leaves any... That leaves flowers at his grave is one of his arch nemesis... Like, but that's more another more retired. A about, supervi- like, if you're
0: a superhero, there's this weird like romantic relationship almost between Hero you and your villain. large villain. And that's yeah. just, that's the thing for like all yeah. large villains in superhero, superhero comics. Like, yeah, almost. Yeah, like uh, Joker, it's it's a very much like a romantic relationship.
1: But I don't, I don't think any of the things that the comedian does is ever portrayed as good and meant to be portrayed as good. Okay. Like the whole well, the whole thing that you were talking about before where you're saying like the the things that he did that were good and like the character that say, Oh, we gotta forgive him Yeah. Um was uh Silk Spectre's mum. Oh yeah, who's also is, Silk Specter. Who's also Silk Specter yeah. is not mad at the comedian because like even when he tried to rape her and like viciously beat her and stuff. Yeah. Because um he ended up being the father of Silk Spectre 2 and like so she got that good thing out of that horrible yeah situation like she and she is the only character that ever shows any sort of forgiveness towards him and she's got all the she's all fucked up in her own sort of way yeah I'm also gonna make a minor point here I don't think she was very well acted the prosthetics were pretty yeah, bad yeah
0: you have a pretty harsh <laughs> judge about oh, <laughs> so. uh, Yeah, no, that's true. I guess just for me, it's clear that the writers, or maybe Alan Moore, like the creator of the character, um, is trying to, he's trying to say something through that character though. Definitely, definitely. This is how everything is, and he's a parody of this, and an example of everything wrong with it, but I
1: don't know. I don't think parody necessarily has to be redeeming. Parody...
0: No, that's true. I guess, to bring it back to a more childish thing, it just didn't like it
1: yeah and that's that's fine that's kind of what I was trying to bring you towards is that you just didn't like the character it's not that he was badly written or a bad character it's just that he was unlikable as a character which he definitely is and I think his purpose is to be an embodiment and a parody of he represents the American dream but like in that extreme extreme like militarism do whatever you want fuck everybody else. Oh,
0: you can definitely see, like,
1: this is... Th- drink shooting and fuck and just, like, cause yeah. mayhem wherever you go. Yeah. Like, and he's a character
0: that's clearly created by someone who's anti-government, I would say. Yeah. But, like, um, okay. He kills yeah. Kennedy. That's true. He kills Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's always funny, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and the other character, I, uh, I like and I don't like is Rorschach I know that everybody's favourite is Rorschach
1: he's definitely my favourite in the
0: same way that everybody's favourite is Batman because Rorschach is Batman Um,
1: yeah uh, he's Batman but he's a more extreme version of Batman well
0: um, I remember ages ago um, watching uh, uh, an old interview with Alan Moore about Rorschach before Watchmen was made into a movie and Alan Moore distanced himself from the whole thing um, talking about how he wrote Rorschach, and he wrote Rorschach as what would Batman be like in real life? And in real life, Batman would be like a, <laughs> a crazy dude. <laughs> yeah. He's a crazy guy He'd dressed up like a bat, and he'd be super paranoid, probably to like a in- institutionalized level.
1: Um, yeah, definitely.
0: And he'd just be nuts. Yeah. And that's who
1: Rorschach is, sort of.
0: I, 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 think, I like Rorschach, but I think
1: I think Batman. I don't know, I'm not as, mu- uh, as much as a comic, of a comic fan as you. Is Batman... The whole thing about Rorschach is he's there's, his morality is all just black and white. He's morale- either a good person or a bad person. No, if well, he also believes he pretty much everybody's, everybody's a bad person. Yeah. But it's all black and white. If you do something bad, you should be punished for it. You should be potentially killed. I would, Whereas I would Batman, say, I would think, is a bit more compromising than that.
0: But I... Mm. I think Batman is the most black and white of all. He judges in the most black and white way. Okay. Than all the other than, than other superheroes in, in the Justice League, for instance, he's, yeah. He's the he's the one. He's also the one who is moral, and uh, to like the absolute, which yeah. is Rorschach, right? Yeah. There's a the oh, reason yeah, Rorschach is the only definitely. one who can't reconcile with what Ozymandias does at the yeah. end. Yeah. And he's exactly like Batman in that way that's why there's so many instances whenever the whenever there's a bad Justice League movie where it's like not a not like a Batman vs. Superman bad bad (laughs) but I mean like like an actual Justice League when the Justice League are bad it's always Batman who's the guy who's not
1: yeah okay because
0: he's always he's stuck to that yeah okay
1: Um, fair enough um but
0: I think Rorschach's so pessimistic about everything too
1: yeah but you can understand why yeah no, I I like I didn't identify his, with his character, but I th- I did like him as a character. I thought he was oh, and again, interesting on the surface like visual to level, watch as a character. So fucking cool. All, yeah.
0: Like, all, everything that happens in that
1: movie. Oh, man, he's got so like cool. the badass mask and like a oh the scene has in prison and his coat
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's like you're locked in here with me, which yeah. is you know, kind of iconic. It's business. fucked up. Yeah. Oh. But it's it, so I guess I'm a person who I thought like for almost, uh, a lot of people think and um, I, don't know, I thought for a little bit who is just not rattled by stuff in movies right like when you like see like a dude's arms getting sawed off there is um, I'm not I'm not affected like I'm, I'm, I'm when I'm, I first you, saw that like, oh, I was fucked up right and, I'm, and I even at 15 or even if I watched that movie at 13 or 12 I wouldn't have been yeah. off by that at all right um and it just hits the very few things that for me personally and this is getting into a movie review thing but just like for me yeah if, um affect me yeah uh I'm really I'm a big supporter of this I don't want to get into this on the internet but I, like, I'm a big supporter of um uh I, I, I really have a negative reaction to anything that's that's um sexist or or uh in any way yeah uh for instance and there's a few things in this movie that are like that like and it's just a reflection of the time period but like how oh, i wish i remembered her name but there's a superhero in the first generation of the Watchmen who is gay oh yeah and gets killed in her bed and yeah. there's like you know there's being all written over it Right, that's one thing, I but, it's very, it's also, but it's also accepted by all the other characters. So, for instance, Rorschach, yeah, the, the morally, he, right, the Batman one, he says that it's her fault because her
1: moral improvities, incri- incri- cru- cru- or because, because she was lifestyle. Lifest- he even like calls it her immoral, immoral lifestyle. lifestyle right. I think if that was written today, and if that movie was made today, they probably would have taken that line out. But since yeah. it was made seven years ago, yeah, in 2009. Yeah.
0: Oh well no even in two thousand nine it would have been bad but it's because but it's set then. It's yeah, totally yeah. it's totally fine. And it's a really good movie, you know, brave, good I would good call writing. Brave the...
1: it's just it's just fine, whatever.
0: But for me it was one it's one of the very few things that sort of ticks me off.
1: Yeah. So I didn't I didn't like that. And the other one is like violence against women and that was not the, really the one the the one scene in that movie that distressed me the most was the scene when um, Rorschach is explaining how he became... Like, when he properly... Right, when Lost this, like, it yeah, and this, became like some serial Rorschach. killer
0: Did not affect me, that one. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, when I watched
1: thing, it this time, it wasn't that fucked up, but, like, when I watched that when I was 14, that scene actually gave me nightmares for months. Yeah. Like... I remember it. It was just... Just so awful. And it might have been because I had... I had a young... My, my sister's seven years younger than me. Mm. And so she would have been a bit like... A little girl at the time. And it was just... Just awful. Yeah. Yeah. That this guy kidnapped a little girl, chopped her up and fed her to his dogs. Yeah. And then is, tries to deny it, admits to it, and is not even remotely remorseful about it. Yeah. And Rorschach kills him. It's and
0: definitely confronting.
1: It was, yeah, pretty dark, I thought.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I guess where we're, where we're actually arriving is that we, we do think it's
1: a good movie. Yeah. It's just a little difficult for yeah. us to watch. One, so, after I watched the movie, I watched a video which compares it between the comic and the movie. Uh, so, the movie was done by these two guys who obviously hated the movie and were big fans of the comic. Um, and one of the things they pointed out is that the ending had been changed. So, the original mm. ending for the comic series was, um, was that just part of New York got blown up and what it was is Ozymandias, like created this weird alien monster that would destroy half of New York okay. and that was what was going to unite the whole world and one of the things that these two reviewers said was that, that, wasn't, that the way that they did it in the movie where they said it was um, Dr. Manhattan who blew up the world was unrealistic and they didn't build it very well whereas I actually thought that they built that as a motivation, and that seemed like a much more plausible explanation for why they would suddenly Russia and America would suddenly stop fighting each yeah. other.
0: Could it? Um, did, you, did they at all address? I, I suppose we really should have researched this more. But did they all address whether they still set it up with with Doctor
1: Manhattan? No, so like he's being not framed
0: for like the cancer stuff.
1: They do, yeah. They do. That's a big part of it. Is that uh, that's like. The, movies, the movie and the comic are pretty much exactly the same. There's a, the characters are pretty different. Mm. Not pretty different, but slightly different. Um, but the events are essentially the same except for the very ending. Okay. Mm. Yeah.
0: I, I like the, the, I, the I like the ending. ending yeah. Personally.
1: yeah. Um, they could have pulled it off a little bit better. Like Mandius
0: Some of the Ozymandias stuff as well. It comes out fucking nowhere like they would establish a sort of re- semi realistic world he's got like a space target.
1: they never explain the space saga and I, I just assumed that that's some throwback to the comic it's
0: pretty cool yeah visually mm. which we say a lot with this movie made no sense but it no. was really cool
1: yeah it was very cool
0: watch Uh see it if you've got a bit of a movie iron stomach it's and a, even it's if you do it's probably going to hit you a little bit
1: yeah it's a pretty long film as well yeah, <laughs> but
0: it's good. What we're trying to say is, it's good still.
1: Man of Steel's too long,
0: <laughs> and we've been anyway, talking about this yeah, for far too long. Yeah, uh, actually, once, guys,
1: I wanted to uh, once again a
0: bit. Uh, we wanted to make these podcasts a little bit shorter, and we've just epically failed. Well, and, and also I've got time. a bunch of I have got some TV shows that I I would like to talk about, but I'd like to talk about them at length. Um, so we might what we might do is. Have a, we'll make this the Zack Snyder episode, and uh, we might cut out TV. Okay. For this podcast, just because um, I really want to have my say my piece about Vikings, and it might take me a little bit to get through that. Yep. So you can watch the, watch out for that next week. Um, so we
1: might skip TV.
0: Are you okay with that?
1: Yep. There was something I wanted to talk about, but. I probably... Will, I've only watched the first couple of episodes of the series. The new series that I've been watching called Outlander. Okay. Which is really cool. Well, and I want to talk about that. But, we yeah. Ha- we are at 45 minutes. Yeah, so let's let's skip ahead. Okay. Well, we'll skip... Yeah, so...
0: What video games... TV will come back now? next time. We'll talk about video games for, the, for now. Yeah. Um, so, I wanted to talk about... Uh, okay, so... I, I didn't... I wanted to talk about Dark Souls 3. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even out yet. But, um... I've got actual. I've got an actual point to make here, and some right. bit, bit of video game news, right? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, um, the Dark Souls three, which uh, is the latest installment in the series that I love, um, it's pretty much your most anticipated game of the year. Yep. Uh, has had some had a very weird, rocky release. So the game released in uh, the Japanese version, um, like three weeks ago, wasn't like it? Like a while ago, about three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah depending on when we release this podcast. But, uh... And the English version is still not out. It comes out on the 12th of April. And I've already cleared my uni and work schedules... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to play it. So, um... It's meant to be released in the English version on the 12th. Uh... The first thing that happened with this whole fucking disaster is that, uh... Promotional copies were given away. English versions of of Dark Souls 3 were given away. And I thought it was just a a few journalists and YouTubers and people like that, right? Yeah. But apparently it was given away to fucking everyone. And to give you an example of this, I went and went to pre-order my copy of Dark Souls 3 uh, a couple of days ago. Trotted it down to my local EB Games. um, And just... It was the most serious conversation I've ever had. Like, I just walked in there and looked the guy dead in the eyes. And <laughs> uh, just, just like, I I would like to pre-order Dark Souls 3 Apocalypse Edition. When can I pick it up? <laughs> he's like, he like, when does it release? Uh, the 12th, I think? And I was like, uh-huh. We think, do we know? He's like... What time? What second? The, yeah, he looked at the computer and he's like... No, no, it's definitely the 12th. was like, oh, I can pick it up on the 12th. When do you open on the 12th, sir? <laughs> Around nine? No, 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 no. <laughs> I need a time because I will be there. And I was talking to him and he's like, he's like, by the way, good choice, man. Um, I've been smashing through it and, and uh, it's really good so far. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Because Peter, he has Dark Souls 3. In that man's home, <laughs> somewhere close to me, in near where I live, that man has Dark Souls 3 and he's had it for two weeks. And, by the way, hasn't finished it.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: And I was like, okay, well, well, okay, maybe, maybe he's a big Dark Souls 3 fan. Right? Yeah. The guy's like, yeah, it took me a little while to learn, um, you know, the controls and stuff, because, you know... I uh, haven't played uh, Bloodborne or, or you know the other Souls games or anything but you know I'm getting there and then he proceeds to tell me give me advice about uh how to change weapons thought thought that button wasn't obvious and he needed to tell me about it and Peter <laughs> I, I said nothing and I smiled, but I was so close to committing murder that day.
1: <laughs> this sounds like so the kind of thing that has just been building up <laughs> and you've just been waiting yeah. for the podcast to tell me all about it. Yeah. I've like... been mad. So that's the first thing. So so what I'm what I'm hearing then is you've now got a copy of Dark Souls 3 because you followed this guy. <laughs> <laughs> broke into his house <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's, it,
0: that sounds like a horrible time for you no it's 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 fine right it's, it's fine it's clearly not it's fine, fine. <laughs> what are you talking so about the other, it's that, fine that, that's one thing so the promotional copies got sent out and um uh obviously there was an embargo so we've seen a little bit from the content creators that was up given up to too. about
1: the third boss I think
0: yeah something around there um a little bit, I think a little bit more. But yeah, there's an embargo They can only release a certain amount of content and it can only be from like the first bits of the game and no spoilers, no story spoilers or anything like that. Yeah. Which is okay, right? Apart from the fact that this random guy DB games has it. But uh, then, that's pretty standard for a game. Then um, Microsoft, this is, this is Microsoft's fault, not FromSoft. Super fucked up. Apparently, they've done that a couple a couple of times. Yeah, where um, Xbox owners uh, it like looked in their store, and when it became available, way back in uh, way back when the Japanese version came available, it popped up on the Microsoft Game Store on Xbox Live. So people worked out that if you just set your uh, wallet in Xbox Live to only pay in yen, uh, you just have the game. But you could buy the game. Yeah, yeah. So then just a string of people, and now they fixed it, but it's too late. Like a string of people have now had have this game on Xbox, right? And are under no such embargo. So right now you can go and find the full playthrough of Dark Souls 3. Yeah. And it's not even out in the English version for me and as a person who like when I played Bloodborne it was it's such a big part of it the game for me and for a lot of people who are Souls fans is the idea that it comes out for everybody at some sort of predetermined date because uh, like there was a great feeling for me where um, I was playing through and quite good at the game and all the people that I was watching who were streaming and the wiki itself were all behind me yeah it's just new charging forward into the great unknown um and you're like like a boss ahead of everybody that you you watch you know yeah now I'm gonna get Dark Souls 3 on Tuesday and I'm still gonna be a very 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 happy man right and I'm just gonna walk around in my underwear all day and I'm gonna play
1: the shit out of it it's gonna be great but uh, it has removed a bit of that enjoyment from being there yeah, with the sh- else. Yeah, who gives a shit
0: who finishes it first on April 12th? But you just like being part of that... That race. You yeah. Know, that feeling that we're all discovering it together. Everybody discovered... Well, a bunch of assholes discovered it ages ago.
1: Yeah. And there's a full wiki. It explains everything. There's a
0: full wiki, I'm sure. You, there's not actually one yet, as far as I know.
1: I'm pretty sure there is. Or at least for a lot of the mystery mechanics. Like, there's this one... Um, because I've watched a couple of videos on it as well. Okay. And there's this one NPC that you can go to who will give you a free level. Oh, uh, no.
0: Um, I do actually know this because this is a part of the content that you're allowed to release. It's in the early game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's this one M- NPC that... Um, that uh, Dark Souls 3 spoilers. A little mm-hmm. bit for this, guys, but not much. I don't, want I, to know, sp- I, not, I don't want to be spoiled for it. I'm not going to spoil it in any sort of depth. I'm just there's this one NPC which you can go to, and he'll give you a free level. And there's some consequence for that, which is now available on the internet, rather than it being a mystery and everybody discovering it yeah. together.
0: Yeah. And, and just it really did kind of pissed me off a little bit. There's the news with that one. That's kind of the gamey news. Thing. We're, <laughs> we're getting up there. We don't just we're
1: we're hip. We're cool. We're, yeah, we're come out time to us for all your news. I, <laughs> I know you, and I know you must have just been struggling so hard not to <laughs> be really snarky and Yo, rude yeah. to the attendant guy. No, but I, you I, would have just been like, <coughs> yes, "I feel like okay. the, the small amount yeah, okay. of
0: the small amount of uh, wiseness that I have, wiseness, wiseness that I've gotten in the you know in like a year or two, I, I, I just knew." that I would totally do that you know like (laughs) a year or two ago if someone had if someone had started telling me how to play Dark Souls and not like some obscure thing okay yeah how to swap weapons in Dark Souls like I had no idea I probably would have made a snarky comment
1: okay um (laughs) you would have taught you would have made some like some kind of comment which on its face wouldn't have been all that (laughs) wouldn't have been all that rude or insulting yeah but it would have been a thinker Yeah, Like, he would go to bed that evening going, fuck, I can't believe that guy said that to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm a little bit, I'm I'm slightly bit older and wiser now. So I I just controlled the rage for as long as it took me to buy the game. And I kind of reconciled it with the fact that, okay, he hasn't played any of the Dark Souls games, he hasn't played Bloodborne and he he really enjoys it there's another person who's in the souls community I really hope that he goes on to you know discover all the cool things that you discover about Dark Souls
1: you weren't peeking, that that's bullshit I was picturing come on on, Sam (laughs) I was picturing
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I was a bit mad I was a bit miffed. So there's the news with that, fellow Dark Souls fans. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure you're all aware okay. of this by now. It's have probably. you been playing any any games? Um, I've been I, I've been polishing off Broforce, uh, and I can confirm that uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Broderson is OP. <laughs> <laughs> who thought? Who would have thought that Neo was OP?
1: Oh, it's Mr. Anderson.
0: Yeah, Mr. Anderson. It's uh, still great. I don't know. I, I've been. Um, I've been having a look, uh, a look at some soul substitutes, and I could talk about that for a little bit. Have you bit.
1: played any of them?
0: I've dabbled. You've dabbled? I've dabbled very, very briefly. So, uh, I had a... You, you put me under this when you mentioned Salt and Sanctuary, which is... Um, Pretty much 2D Dark Souls. Yeah, well, it is 2D Dark Souls. Yeah. Like, it's made by this couple who are both really big fans of the Soul series, and um, just by them, and it, it's really nice. It's really elegant. I, 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 have a, I have a look at it. It's not something that I would play. Yeah, so I would just play Dark Souls. Yeah, you know, if I wanted to play Dark Souls, I would just play it. To be honest, it still hasn't done. Uh, it still hasn't been an alternative for me.
1: You know, um, I played a little bit of Jotun I think that's how you say it. Oh, I uh, saw that. That's the kind of pixely one that's about
0: the it, redhead girl. No, it's not pixely. It's sort of this, like, um, 90s cartoon amount of animation. Um, but, it's, it's... but it is pixely. No, no, no you don't. Uh, not really. It's more like cut-out animation. Yeah, okay. It's not, it's not very pixely. You should, no. you should try it out. Guys, okay. it's not very All right, good. right, so yeah, we're not going to It is a beautiful game. Mm. It looks... it. It's one of those games where it, it takes not a, like a kind of a simple amount of animation that they can do, and squeezes every last bit of bit out of it. It's um, it's got that visually that? appealing. Yeah, it's got that visually appealing thing that, or uh, even Blind Forest had.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, kind of a simple amount of uh, simple games. It's simple TV aesthetic and but an but really, really well done. Yeah, yeah the art style is great. And it has that Dark Souls thing and that you will fucking rage at this, <laughs> this game. <laughs> um, and it has that little out that I that I use in Dark Souls all the time, where there's um, there's not uh, there's a few abilities and attack variations and things that you could learn, but there's also uh, a role mechanic. And when there's a role mechanic, there's a way. <laughs> if you just like that. The role mechanic for me is, um, is get good incarnate, right? If there's a role mechanic in a game with iframes, uh, in, in building that role, even if it's a little bit, you can always get salty because there's always going to be those people who just be like, just roll through it, man. <laughs> 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 just get good and roll through it. It's the same with Dark Souls in that
1: way. Yeah, that's, that's how, bro- that's how shield- both you and I like to play the Dark Souls games. Yeah you are exponentially better at it than I am. So I make up for it by just power leveling my character and being able to tank hits. Yeah, well, Peter is very much
0: the power leveling guy. He's he's
1: the mid-maxer of the two. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you're like the, I'm underleveled for this, but I don't care. I am going to, through sheer force of will, destroy this boss. Yeah, and if you're into a sheer force of will
0: uh, and getting good... Jotun is is fantastic it is great and I've been watching Vikings which we'll talk about next week um and Jotun is is set that well so you play um oh shit I've forgotten the name but you play you play a character who's uh wants to get into Valhalla and like fights a bunch of stuff from Viking Myth to do that does it fight the snake um I haven't finished it okay I'm not sure but, oh man, the bosses that i fought so far, uh, they just look so cool. Everything in it is so cool, and it's also all to scale. Right. Like perfectly to scale. So I fought this giant guy who's in an arena, and uh, he calls in, like, a big Coliseum. And he is the same size as he is meant to be in Myth. He is, like, the size of two skyscrapers, Right. Mm. and he's like screams and the whole thing, whole earth shakes and he summons a bunch of other warriors every time he screams to like help help him and there's you and you're a regular human size and the game's camera zoom mostly okay sometimes a bit shitty but it it always um adjusts to accommodate the everything yeah it fits everything into the shot so when you fight this guy you, it's entirely possible that you just lose track of your character. Like, because he's just a speck. Yeah. You, you, she's just a speck compared to, like, this massive dude. And you've got to somehow try and fight him. And his attacks, are, he's still, like, slamming the ground and shit. So, like, it's sort of telegraphed, you know, and there's like, it's got that thing of, like, it's, it is got that other thing in Dark Souls where it's, like, there is a way you could have avoided this yeah you know like you die because it's your fault and that is it sort of generates the salt too. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah um, but like yeah so he like there's a little bit of a shadow and he slams his arms down and he's screaming and he's trying to fight him and um, I didn't die too much but I see how you can <coughs> it's pretty no, I'm, I'm so just doing something
1: so I'm, I'm not on the mic okay <laughs>
0: Um, it's, it's, it's really satisfying. I found it satisfying. I found a lot of, when I first researched this, all I found were rage videos. I was a little bit, <laughs> 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 like, it's all like, I, I Googled this and the first thing that came up was like, um, Dodger, who's a YouTuber with think we've already mentioned, like, had Dodger raging at, at Jotun, And there's like a video right under that of an, of like a, uh, super cut of all, Of her stream highlights, of her raging at it as well. Like there's multiple her raging, and then there's a video of her that she put out. That's like how she fought the last boss for like five hours or something. Okay, maybe a little bit less, but a long time. And then four hours. Yeah, yeah. And it's got like so mad, so mad. But uh, I love it. I would recommend Yoton. Go pick it up on Steam. It's not that expensive at all. Just hit that up. Especially if you're like me and you're like. Really annoyed that you don't have Dark Souls three yet, and then everybody else does, and you want to play something sort of Soulsy. I would go with Jotun rather than Soul and Sanctuary. Yeah, Soul and Sanctuary is too close to Dark Souls. Just get Dark Souls, man. Yeah, with that one, it's got that same feel. It's got the get good going on. Yeah, so that's what I've been playing.
1: Yeah, so I've kind of haven't been playing anything new really. I played a couple of games of Hearthstone there's a new set coming out which is going to be pretty cool and we'll yep. talk about that when that actually comes out Yeah. on the 27th or something um, I'll probably be done with Dark Souls 3 by then <laughs> well you, I won't be done no it you won't be done with it but you might have been I finished. will have finished it maybe 3 or 4 times <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, so to kind of finish off homework movie homework
0: movie and promises so for the homework movie uh we're going to be watching the Truman Show. Um, there's going to be no. There's no real theme like the Snyder thing. Like, we no. Just, so we haven't it's seen it. It's films. just a good movie. It's quite. It's. I've quite never old. seen it. You've
1: never seen it. No, and it. Oh. I, I've always heard that it's an it's interesting a, film. It's so. a movie
0: in the same vein as um, Groundhog Day. Some of those movies where um, comedic actor is the main plays the main character. But it's more um, of a. But there's some there's some serious aspects, so it of yeah. walks that line.
1: Yeah, okay. All right, cool. So that'll be our homework movie. Um,
0: and next week, promi- my promise next week is that there'll be a little bit more structure.
1: <laughs> yes, we'll talk about Vikings. We'll talk um, about Vikings, but, I promise. Um, yeah. If you're enjoying the podcast and you've been listening to us for the past seven weeks, almost two months, fucking yeah. hell. Thanks, um, by the way. Definitely, definitely like our Facebook page, which is facebook.com sla- slash... I'll be with Sam and Peter. Yep. Um, And if you want to have a chat or whatever, send us a message.
0: And to that one person who commented in Turkish, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I tried for so long. uh, If there was some sort of hidden message in that, it went right over my head. I tried to Google Translate it and uh, it just just came up with more Turkish. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Actually, if someone can look in on that, that comment on episode five. And I tell think, us what it actually means. And tell us be what cool it is. Well. That would be awesome. Yeah. All right. But that's it. That's it. We'll see you next time. We'll be back and we'll be... Back little, and
1: better than ever. A little
0: bit more awake. <laughs> <laughs>